Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS. This is episode 880. We've got a great guest. We've got Gricus Sangal, the founder of Insta WP. Um, it's been making some waves. It's an interesting product, and I'm sure it's an interesting story about how Vikas um, got into this particular area of WordPress. I'm going to let him quickly introduce himself. So, Vikas, would you like to introduce yourself to the WP Tonic tribe? Yeah, 100%. And first of all, thanks for uh, having me, Jonathan. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Um, so a little bit about myself, I have basically, I started working on systems, networks, and security long back about 2007, uh, started my career with Cisco. And after, I guess, 12, 10 to 12 years of uh, corporate experience, uh, I always had a knack of like creating projects in the side and, uh, some kind of entrepreneurship. And eventually, uh, I entered into WordPress, stumbled across WordPress due to, as we all would do, by creating a website for a friend or family, right? And and since I was a programmer as well, I, I figured out there is a plugin, there's something called plugins. Uh, I started coding, uh, acquiring more plugins. Fast forward to 2000, um, two years ago, right? So... Uh, 2021. So I have a, I now have a company. We do plugins and themes. Uh, we have over 10 projects, uh, and we have a team of like 35 people. Now in this 2021, I was still thinking that there is not a still a great way to kind of uh, or easier way. Oh, to can we? Uh, so interrupt. I, I let's let's go for a break there because i want the um i like you to go into the background of insta wp after we go for our um initial break so shall we leave it there and i'd like mm-hmm. to introduce so kurt would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers Absolutely, Jonathan. Uh, my name is Kurt Von Onen. I own an agency called Manana Nomas. Uh, we focus primarily on membership and learning sites, and I work directly with WP Tonic, Jonathan, and uh, the folks at Lifter LMS. That's great. Oh, and nice. before we go into the real meat and potatoes <laughs> of this great interview, um, I had to curtail Vika um, enthusiasm to tell us about how he got WP uh, Insta WP started, but we'll have that when we go for a break. And we're going for our initial break now. Got a couple of messages from our major sponsors. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, Interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. We're coming back, folks. I just want to point out that we got some great special offers from the sponsors, plus a curated list of the best WordPress 
um, plugins and services, and I need to add InstaWP to that list. I will do that after the show. I forgot to do that. How can I be forgiven? Hopefully, Tribe, <laughs> you will forgive me. Uh, um, you can find all these goodies by going over to wp-tonic.com slash deals. wp-tonic.com slash deals. And you'll find the special offers and the curated list of best WordPress plugins and services there which will save you a load of time. So before I rudely interrupted you, but I wanted um, you to really go into mm -hmm. the detail of in the starting story around that moment of creative genius, genius, that made you think, I need to start a new way of um, um of hosting, whatever. What do you think it's the WP? Have you, because it's a really interesting product, it's a really interesting service, it's really one of the more unique products, I feel. But how, how, how have you managed to refine how you really explain it quickly, what it is to people when you meet them at, at a conference or something? Because yeah, I've been trying to do that for some time, and <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah, um, because when we started, we said, uh, "Is it? It is. It makes it easy to launch a WordPress site, right? And it is. It is that, right? Means you can just click on a button and get a WordPress site right away. But then people started thinking that this is a test site service. Uh, where you can create a temp site uh, for testing something and then just dispose it, right? You don't need to care about it further, which is obviously not good for the model. Nobody wants to pay for that. But that's the honest truth of it. Um, and then we started rebranding ourselves and also repositioning the product. So right now, the, the, the version of the definition is that it makes easier to build a WordPress project. Uh, and that's where we target the agencies and freelancers of the world so that they can go on Insta, create a website and deliver it to the client uh, because we have inbuilt migrations, so on and so on. So hopefully that answers the question. Well, yeah, I think you've done a good job there. So what you're really, because um, I think the confusion is, is that people could think it's full-time hosting and it isn't, is it? It's a mechanism it's to build a prototype, um, have it available to a team and to the client and then um, have inbuilt functionality that makes the migration a lot easier. I think I'm on the right path there, am I? That is, that is correct, yep. So it's like a prototyping tool. It's somewhere between local WP uh, or a hosting panel, right? Something somewhere in between. So, um, either, mm -hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. You can send me the check after the show, actually. So <laughs> there we go. Uh, um, I'm sorry, British Uber there. It gets me into so much trouble, but I still get such pleasure in getting into that trouble. There we go. <laughs> that's the duality of my personality. So, Kurt, on, would you like to answer the next question? Yeah, I think uh, we'll just let Vegas go with a continuation. Uh, you know, give us the background story on InstaWP and what made you decide to kind of bring something new, you know, into that WordPress hosting space. 100%. Yeah. So <clears throat> as I was uh, saying earlier, is that when we started, 
uh, there was not, at least to my knowledge, that there was not an easier way to launch a WordPress site still in 2021. Uh, and then you need to type, like download or something, some kind of file in your local, set up something and then figure it out. Um, and eventually people will either have to buy a hosting account to test it or download a software. So there has to be a better way, right? Uh, and that's what uh, uh, came in. So instead of the idea came into fruition after that. And within two months of prototyping, we launched uh, the initial product into Twitter and post status kind of uh, channels. And people started really liking us. So the, the thing which was really, really liked was instant launching part. I think that was the, the biggest sell. That was the USB. Nice, nice. And then just to kind of bounce off of that, I mean, I look at your homepage and there's almost a half a million sites created in there already. So there's there's a certain amount of success found in your launch. And uh, I just w- kind of wanted to point that out and be like, this isn't a brand new thing. I mean, this is this is pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is not like exactly brand new anymore. Uh, <laughs> at the moment it was. And then eventually uh, when, when we, so the, as, as I said, means it makes it easier for people to create a WordPress website. And that's what people did. And they created almost half a million websites and we create about 2,000 websites per day now. Um, so that that is where we went. Means who knew yeah. that people wanted to create so many WordPress sites so quickly? Yeah, that's so that's part of the question. You know, the first question is like, what drove you to make that WordPress hosting, you know, product? And it's it's that product market fit. I mean, it, it's it's to me, it's just really cool that you you had a vision, you made it, and then boom, a half million sites are created through it, right? So obviously, you kind of identified that niche and and kind of nailed it right out of the right out of the start. That's pretty cool, uh, Jonathan. On you? Yeah. So, so what have been one or two of the biggest challenges in growing Insta WP, and um, how have you? overcome these challenges in your own mind you know so there must have been one or two challenges that have been the major ones so maybe you can give some insight so other people can learn from your insights and mistakes yeah sure why not means i'm 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 always open to uh, vulnerabilities and challenges faced by uh, generally operating a business and also means specific to the business in case in this case, instead of WP. So when we started, we quickly uh, means we. So we did not use, we did not build our own cloud. We used a third-party cloud to build the service, and then we built a wrapper around it. Quickly, we realized that this is not the way to go because we want to have end-to-end control over the process of creation of WordPress or provisioning of WordPress sites. So that was one of the challenge we had to rewrite. Um, once we got funding from Automatic. So that was also a turning point for the business. Uh, how to, so maybe we can talk about that later. And then we rewrote the entire thing. Uh, the, now we can create as many sites as we want uh, through a scalable architecture. So that was one of the challenge. And other challenges include general business challenges, how to scale the team um, and uh, Right, finding the right people for the job because this involved a lot of moving parts. So we had to create our own cloud. Uh, the server side has to be robust 
the queue system has to be robust. So those technical people are not that easy to find. No, but to be fair to you, you said, you know, classifying, utilizing a third party service initially, mm-hmm. you see that's a mistake. As I was listening to that, I thought you've been a bit harsh on yourself because, you know, to prove concept, to prove that there's a market, because it is a little bit unique what you were doing, wasn't it? Um, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you, you, wasn't that really the quickest route to prove concept really to utilize a third party system? And then when you prove the concept, you can then build your own infrastructure. So I'm just reflecting back. I think you've been a little bit harsh on yourself there. Yeah, uh, I, I guess you're right because uh, means when you start, you don't have like six months of runway to build something. You want to quickly prototype something and just like means get feedback from users and then do product-led growth of some kind. So in hindsight, that was not a bad decision. But in terms of, in terms of facing challenges yeah. for scaling up, so that was one of them. Uh, that was something bound to happen, right? If we started using our own solution from day one, that would have been a huge mistake because we would have never gotten the product out, the, the MVP out, and then the product just dies, right? So and. I think a lot of this has happened to a lot of founders in the past uh, where they just build it for one year or maybe more and then the product never see the light of the day and then they just completely lose interest. So, 100%. Well, you know, I don't want to overstress it because it can be overemphasized. But, you know, if you leave, if you don't get that minimum viable product out there's always the chance that somebody else will have the same you know normally most really creative ideas there's quite a few people thinking along the same path as what you're having the same problem if not that could be quite worrying because that could mean that you're (laughs) self-deluded but normally the people having you have conversations and you find people having the same problem so there's probably people working on the same problem. So if you leave it too long, there's always the risk that you're not going to be first to market, isn't it? So it's a balance, isn't it? Yeah, it depends on what you're building, but definitely that is one of the factors when you are considering go-to-market, um, yeah. and time-to-market, right? It's always, always there. Yeah. So I find with um, we specialise in membership and community websites, and we always encourage the people that are working with us um, that they should try and get their first course out, get you know to reduce the size of it to get a minimum viable course, because they're going to learn so much from getting their first batch of students interacting with their customer base. You know, it's quite crucial in the in moving the course or the startup. So I think there's quite a bit of over that. So over to you, Kurt. Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. I was just thinking while you were talking, you know, about that course creators getting that first 10, that first 25, that first 50 users. And I was kind of as an extension of two thinking of challenges. What was it like to come out of the gate and get the adoption rate up with users for your product? Hmm, That's an interesting question. When you build a product, you never actually think about uh, how successful it's going to be. 
right? It's it's always up to chance. Um, so building, having built product in past, I have a bit of a knowledge about user psychology, right? And this was something I was kind of solving my own itch, which I think people relate to very, very much. So if you, let's say, as a course creator, came up with something which is faced by a lot of other creators as well, uh, the adoption becomes like least of your problem, right? Means the product has to be really good and solve that problem which you are trying to solve. So I think that's the key to this overall. uh, uh, That's the key to your, I think some part of your question can be answered with that is find a problem which you are facing and which enough amount of people are also facing and then just reach out to them, right? And I think that's the hustle you need to do initially, post on socials, post on uh, various other channels where people, these people are like you uh, facing the same challenges. I think that will get people excited. So initial option. And the second and the second problem, second thing which we did is launch an app sumo. I think that is also a very viable thing which yeah. we did. Uh, we did not on purpose choose LTD, which is lifetime uh, lifetime deals. Uh, we just chose uh, like a uh, yearly plan, but with a less, like a huge discount on yearly plan. So that also helped us with driving the initial traction. And then there are other methods like product hunt. And we were number two product on product hunt. So that, that was also very, very helpful. Perfect. Perfect. So an extension of, of that question is what's the most, what are some of the most surprising things on your journey with InstaWP that maybe you didn't anticipate? The funding. That was the, that was the first part. Uh, was never expected this product to actually uh, go for this long and create half a million websites. Uh, we, we thought this is just a side project. Uh, I, I, and I'm king of side projects. I have, I've built over 20 side projects and I think two of them have seen light of the day and this has been one of them. So uh, uh, the, 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 as I said, the funding was surprising. As soon as we saw adoption, I started applying or sending emails to VCs just to, just to try my luck. And uh, I was lucky enough or fortunate enough that we got the funding. And we, so there is always, this is a discussion for another time, but funding has its pros and cons in our spreading funding has definitely worked in our favor so far. Yeah. It reminds me of the show we did with Rob Walling. He talked about building with, you know, bootstrapping versus funding. It's an interesting subject. And I have bootstrapped uh, my last company. So I, and I'm a big fan of uh, Rob Walling. I've, I'm following microconf and all those things. And I'm part of uh, Slack community. I've gained so much knowledge from there. Uh, I have bootstrapped before. The, the first plugin company, theme company, was a bootstrapped uh, up to 35 people, right? Uh, about 50K MRR or something. So that was that was complete bootstrapped. And I know how hard it is to do that. Uh, means you have to have like three successes in a row to get that bootstrapped company to a point where means you have to solve a problem, you have to get the adoption, and then you have a timer running on your back and then you can't hire the best of the best because you can't pay best of the best salary, right? So you have to do, you have to wear multiple hats. It's just a stressful journey. 
uh, as I said, means funding, uh, bootstrapping and getting funded both has, and I have, I've seen both. So I have, I have been fortunate enough to see both sides of the things. Excellent. Jonathan, I'll pass it back to you. Yeah, I think, I think what you're saying about bootstrapping with or taking investment, I think it really depends on the investment, doesn't it? You know, it really depends on what, if you're going really pure VC, you know, the, the kind of success and returns they're looking for, you really got to be, kind of have consequences in the way that you run the company. Where I think with Rob, through my, you know, his tiny seed, or I think, because you took investment from Automatic, didn't you? Um, I think I I get the sense they've got a bit of a more long-term attitude around things. Would you agree with that? Yeah. It's Automatic as an investment uh, firm has a long-term view. They're pretty laid back. They don't have crazy targets. Um, besides, it was a pre-seed kind of round. So generally, investors don't have high hopes <laughs> at this stage of the company. Uh, so, But as soon as you start to drive growth, even a little bit, they get very optimistic and that puts pressure on you. So as a bootstrapper, you don't have that pressure. Um, and when I was bootstrapping, I was also doing full-time job initially. So I, I routed that funds to my business and I had a pretty laid back kind of lifestyle. I have, I cannot, means I don't have to work 12 hours a day. And now I don't even know when is Saturday, when is Sunday and my wife's and my it wife. All bur- and it all like, merges, doesn't it? I, I, people, people say to me, you know, um, you know, do you work from Monday to Friday? You know, and I just look at them, and I, uh, I think you're mad. Uh-oh. You know, uh, I, I don't even most of the time I don't even know what bloody day it is. <laughs> I, I, it's all merged together. And, you know, so true. Yep. You know, and, and my my family is all is almost ready to kill me. Um, uh, they're just waiting for me to come out of the uh, home office and. Fortunately enough, I'm. I don't even come out of this room. I <laughs> just. I'm just kidding. Obviously, but I never leave this room yeah. either. So, <laughs> uh, but no, I think the good points is you. Um, I think we just de- describe some of the negativity of running your own business, but yep. um, but I think <laughs> the good thing is you can be very flexible um, to some degree about if you want to do something a particular day as long as you've got no prior commitments you can can take that time yes 100 yes of course emergency will come up exactly on that period but then (laughs) but you need some people in your team that can handle that that yeah that's uh, that's the beauty of having funds as well means you can hire people uh and then delegate uh to to the best of the best people so generally bootstrappers have uh, kind of a neck to hire freshers or people with people with less experience and then train them on the job. Whereas when you have funds, you can actually hire the experts and then uh, delegate uh, and then have your hands free on more like a strategic role. Because that's what I plan with WP Tony um, I, is that um, I've get I've got it to a reasonable level. Um, 
and hopefully we can increase it. But then I'm going to go to Rob and take some money from Rob, hopefully. Um, and um, because I totally agree with your decision that you made, you know, it's timing, isn't it? But I think proving the concept and then getting the right investor so you haven't got that constant pressure. So then you can then focus on the technical and the things that really improve the product to its end users. Yeah. Is yeah. There, I totally agree with your logic and what you did. I think it was the right thing to do. So um, I think we go for our middle break. It's been a fascinating conversation so far. Um, and we'll be back in a few moments, folks. This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS, the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to LifterLMS.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20. Enjoy the rest of your show. We're coming back, folks. We've had a good old chat. I think we've got, we've got some decent insights, some value we offered to you. I had some complaints about last week's interview. I thought it was fine. No, not last week, the week before that. I thought it was fabulous. Uh, um, but there we go. You can't please everybody or certain people. But there we go. They just don't get my English wit. There you go. That's what I call it. I don't know what you call it, Try, But there we go. So um, oh, before we go into the next question, I want to point out that if you're looking for a great hosting partner, um, why don't you have a look at WP Tonic? We've got over 15 years' experience in working with WordPress. We're much more than a hosting provider. We are your backup partner. That's what we are. If you got stuck with a technical issue and you can't deal with it and you've got a, a really painful client, we're your backup. We're, as part of our hosting plans, we will sort your problem out. What more could you ask for? That's a dream for a WordPress freelancer. To find out more about our special partner plans, all you have to do is go over to wp-tonic.com slash partners, wp-tonic.com slash partners, and you'll find out what we are offering. You'll be blown away. Please become a partner with WP Tonic. So let's go. Let's go in. That was better, wasn't it, Kurt? I think I'm getting better on this, aren't I? Getting better, man. Getting better. Yeah, yeah there we go. Uh, um, so, <laughs> oh, God. oh, dear, oh, dear. So on to the next question. So, you know, where would you like the business to be in a year to 18 months' time? You know, you know we've got the reality check. You seem a pretty stable down-to-earth type of guy that's the vibe i'm getting from you uh, um but where you know where would you really like it in 18 months time if everything pans out the way well we don't know do we but we all have these dreams don't we and in case of vc you have to have dreams right it's you have to project that dream so that they also can dream with you and invest in you and the dream which we have is to make uh, WordPress as de facto uh, everywhere. It is. It already is, but uh, with the rise of 
not to name platforms um and and the rise of not so good hosting providers or uh, some there are a lot of people who come to wordpress and then they just they just go away right because yeah. of how hard it is to get onboarded into platform so we we aim to solve that in some way uh we want to empower agencies hosting providers product companies to solve all of these onboarding related problem for their businesses um and eventually means if any agency can become can can launch their own saas let's say a membership or a lms kind of saas why not right and everywhere there will be a pockets of these saas companies built on wordpress uh we we want to enable that kind of infrastructure so we want to become a platform uh, i see where you're coming from but i'll just put this i'm not saying no to what you you've just outlined but there's also it's finding the right balance and it, it i just put this to you because there's something what i call the wordpress wall garden solution and what mm-hmm. i mean by that is that there's a couple of solutions out there and i know the founders and they're great people but but i've been honest with my statements in the past um is that there's the kind of wall garden wordpress solution that mimics a saas but has all the all the other additional problems of wordpress of hosting of plugin um conflict of um extra loops but those extra loops gives you ownership power but they try and wrap it as a saas solution but wordpress can never be totally a saas solution so it's finding a middle way and that's tricky that's trick it's been tricky at wp tonic how much flexibility do we give to our hosting um clientele and yeah. how much we have to put our foot down because it, they're not doing them a favor uh, um themselves so it's a tricky area can you see where i'm coming from or be honest or do you think i i'm just talking gibberish because no i totally see it i totally see it because wordpress is a very different kind of platform it is not built for saasification of wordpress right so you have to be very careful of your stack or the wall garden you are speaking about right um and people have different expectation from a saas company and if you offer the same thing it's going to be very very difficult what what we mean by was or saas website as a service you actually present a ready made templated website to somebody with a specific use case and of course there are always niches and flavors of that uh but to some degree uh you can enable that without any issues uh especially with the modern modern plugins and themes which is which are now available which are not so heavy on the platform right and if there is a scalable architecture beneath which can scale with means can solve some of the scaling issues of wordpress i think it can be achievable to to some degree i'll not say 100% but as i agree with you totally wordpress is not something which can be like is a laravel application right which you it's built for scale it's not it is not that it is not built for that kind of scale which we are talking about yeah but i i do agree with you i, I think there's a middle ground 
I yep. think there definitely is a middle ground, but I think nobody's, I think everybody's on the same journey and nobody's really finited, really clarified where that's precisely that sweet spot um, is. Um, I think that's still up in the air to some degree. Um, so that, but that's my own, my based on my own journey with WP Tonic, because um, I I have struggled with this ever the three years I've been running WP Tonic as a more product service entity rather than just a traditional agency. So uh, um, over to you, Kurt. I think he's just killed something. I threw something at my son that was making a weird noise on the other side of the room. (laughs) So um, let's just get to uh, what business tools and services are you using on a daily basis, you know, to kind of keep things going or what would you recommend to your audience? Yeah. So for different, different tools for different purposes. So we use ClickUp for daily task management, team uh, task distribution, you're not um, using Notion. What's the matter with you? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> uh, um, it's, you know, uh, that was a bit of English humor there. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and de- definitely G Suite, Slack. Um, uh, we do generally do meetings on Google Meet, um, and I, I, and then GitHub and Bitbucket for code tracking, um, things like that. Um, I guess. Uh, we, we definitely uh, use StreamYard for streaming for because we are now going online with some of uh, some of our uh, partnerships and uh, and not not so surprising use WordPress for our main marketing site and uh, a lot of uh, other projects. Well, you mean you're not using Squarespace for your own? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny because when, when I started InstaWP, one of our team members suggested, why don't we use uh, Wix for our marketing? Is he site? still working for you? <laughs> he, he is, unfortunately. But oh, I, I that's not him, very nice. He's not listening to this. That's not very nice, is it? Come on, i soul. And his reasoning was that it's so much easier to build on Wix. And I was, I, I was just almost... Uh, so angry about it. And then I started working in the page builder and I, 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 I said to him, yes, I see your point. <laughs> Definitely, I see your point. So, uh, but obviously, as I said, means things have improved so much in the last couple of years yeah. um, in, in terms of, means I, I used to call, uh, means there is a lot of legacy components is still in WordPress. And we we as a community moving towards a modern tooling and instead of people be wants to be part of that tooling where you just you don't have to think about launching a WordPress site. You just launch it, work on it, deliver it. That's it. I want to, I want to throw a ball in here. I don't want, I don't want to place you in um, a difficult position at all, but um there's been a lot of um, controversial discussion over the last couple of weeks about where WordPress or WordPress.org or WordPress.com and their relationship together. And I've I, been at your 
you, you know, you've got a key and a fantastic product. I just wondered if you've been thinking about this at all. And I just want to put this to you. There, there seems to be, from certain elements, this argument that that there's a real conflict between WordPress, WordPress.com and WordPress.org. And I personally don't follow it. I, I just don't agree with that at all. I actually think that WordPress.com should be a viable, really effective and a real ambassador product that really competes with Squarespace and Wix to the highest level. Um, I, I'm actually I am a little bit sad about where WordPress.com is at the present moment because I can't say to people it's the equivalent or much better than Wix or Squarespace. Um, I can't honestly say that to people. Um, And I don't really see that in the medium to long term as a real problem for WordPress.org because I think the type of people that want a quick, flexible solution that would look at Squarespace or Wix are really the people that are going to be looking at utilising something like WordPress.org. Can you see, first of all, where I'm coming from? And do you do you personally agree? Is there anything in what I'm saying? Or have you got a different attitude towards it? No, some of the parts, I totally agree. Uh, WordPress.com and .org, when I started, confused me. Uh, with what is what is these things to, these two things are and then you have to spend spend about like 30 minutes or so to actually understand it as a developer right and for a new person or a non-tech person it is even more difficult right and then uh with wordpress.org has the problem of downloading a zip file setting it up means it's means going to a hosting company and that's that's what we are trying to solve in, in a way uh, where we, because we we are kind of WordPress.org in a hosted setting where you don't have to worry about hosting. But now coming back to your point, uh, when, when WordPress.com, uh, when we talk about WordPress.com, we have to talk about Gutenberg as a project too. Because I think the reason, or as far as I believe, is the reason for it to exist is to make WordPress.com as a whole to provide like better designing experience than Wix or Squarespace. Unless we have a good page builder, it will be very, very difficult to compete with these services. So, and, and recommending an external or a third party page builder, I don't know whether WordPress.com will be comfortable with that, right? And having a, a very good page builder in the core goes a long, long way, right? And people have different opinion about it. I am very positive on Gutenberg project as a whole. Um, that drives WordPress growth even further. So that drives WordPress.com adoption even further, right? And this is something I really like what you said is WordPress.com should be the forefront of what WordPress can achieve and then show to the world that this is, we are even better than Wix or Squarespace. By the way, if you want your own version of WordPress, you can also host it, right? Um, or something like that. So I think the differentiation has to be really clear uh, wherever it, it needs to be. 
uh, I think they can do a better job of placing themselves as one of the viable competitors, as you said. Um, on, on the long run, I think uh, hosting companies also have to do a better job. If you go to a hosting company website right now, they are targeting hosting clients. They are not targeting business owners. So it doesn't matter which hosting company you go. Uh, almost everyone. Oh, yeah. You need to go to the WP Toddy website. I, we're we're I, very I focused. We're, we're, very focused. <laughs> we're very focused about who our users are. I literally saw that coming. So except WP Toning. Uh, uh, if you go to a hosting company, you are completely lost as a as a non tech business founder to where you are launching trying to launch a website, and then you get like, those shitty page builders, which these proprietors uh, proprietors proprietary page builders, uh, which eventually just doesn't work. So, as I said, Ms. WordPress, <laughs> there is a huge disconnect. I think to summarize, there is a huge disconnect of what WordPress can do and what. Uh, what it is perceived as what it can do, right? Well, I'm not going to go in because I, I don't want this conversation to go there, nor do you. But obviously, uh, this ongoing um, discussion, um, drama over the past couple of weeks, there are much other elements to it. But the initial um, where this discussion went was around you know the relationship between wordpress.com and wordpress.org um, which is confusing to some it and always has been but also seeing wordpress.com as this massive threat this this um that you know in in the short term it might diminish the need for certain types of websites that um a freelancer might produce but in the but those people um they were those type of type of websites were increasing looking at squarespace of wix anyway um in my opinion so having them on wordpress.com and have and having an easy migration system when that individual needs a more customized solution is a win-win for everybody. Are you following my logic at all? Would you? Yeah, 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 hundred um, percent. And to add to that, means when we started blogging long back, I think you guys can agree on that. Is either Blogspot or WordPress.com where you hosted your own blog, right? Yeah. And it was a free hosting with a full-blown blog, which you can share with people. Hey, mom, by the way, this is my blog. And that was just an amazing feeling. And if you can do the same for websites too, for business owners, how amazing that will be. So, yeah, I totally see. Well, see, point. if you've ever been involved in somebody that's always reached that barrier of a SaaS-hosted solution, that whenever they've reached a certain level of success, they've always wanted a more individual um, look or a more individual internal process that adds extra value to their product, to their membership, whatever. There's always that moment where they want to build something extra and and then they hit a wall with a SaaS solution and then they have to migrate 
to something that gives them more flexibility. And if they've got a certain size business or website, that is always a nightmare, isn't it? It is not something to be taken lightly. And people um, pull back for years until they just can't tolerate it anymore. And then they do it, don't they? Because they, it's like having a toothache that's consistent that's just getting worse and worse and they're driven to the dentist aren't they would you agree with that oh. yep yep right. uh, sorry uh, yeah totally agree on that yeah right over to you kurt well i get to bring the lightness back to the conversation we get to the last question and that is you know thinking about doctor who and that wonderful series from the uk that makes jonathan feel at home um, if you were to return to a time in a time machine at the beginning of your career, uh, Vikas, what advice or w- what essential wisdom would you give to yourself at the beginning of your career? Don't come on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> come to this podcast on day one of your business. So that'd be my recommendation. But seriously, I say this to myself every day. Why did I wait for 10 years to start a business? So if you have even a 1% of uh, like certainty, there's no, even, even if you don't have certainty, right? Um, try it, give it a shot, give it a real shot. And uh, when, when, when I'm talking about founding a business, that is. Uh, and don't uh, let failure, fear of failure uh, drive you towards something and then you waste a bunch of your uh, golden years where you could have that, like uh, this, you could have done better when you are, obviously when you are young, younger, you can think faster, you can, uh, you, you, you have just lost a bunch of years is what that is. And I recommend everybody to not do that, right? Start early as possible, as early as possible. I absolutely love that. That's um, when I was in third grade, someone said to me, they said, Kurt, what do you want to do when you get older? And I said, well, I want to be a writer. And my friends laughed at me and they said, you don't even like English class, bro. You can't write a book. And, uh, and in my mind, I always wanted to be a writer or a speaker, a writer or a speaker. And I didn't write my book until 2007. And that book changed the entire trajectory of my career. And immediately I thought the same thing you just said was, why in the world did I put that off? I could have done that 10, 15 years ago. And then where would I be now? Right now I'm 56 years old and I'm going, what if I got my start 15, 20 years earlier? Right. And this, they also say to convince you that it's never late to start. But obviously that's, it's, it's, the time has already passed. But as, as a suggestion, as a recommendation uh, to younger self would be to start early and don't, don't, uh, don't be fearful. Yeah, if not if not uh, if not you who and if not now when right right <laughs> perfect man I love that that's excellent yep so thanks for coming to the show I think it's been a blast of a discussion what's the best way for people to find more about yourself and about Insta WB yeah so from you can follow me on Twitter I'm at Vikas Programmer so that's a story for another day. Uh, and uh, you can reach out to me at because at instawp.com and just try our shortcut if you want to ever get a WordPress site, wp.new. 
That's fantastic. And Kurt, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what you're up to? If they want to make a connection, the best place to connect is on LinkedIn. I'm the only Kurt Von Annen on LinkedIn, so I'm easy to find. And then Manana Nomas is the agency. So manananomas.com or anything Manana Nomas online. Right. And if you want to be uh, an increasing part of the community tribe, why don't you join the WP, the Membership Machine Facebook group? Um, It's free. Um, I try and post almost every day. I don't always achieve it, but I want more people to join us on there. Um, please consider that and be part more part of the tribe. We will be we've got some fantastic upcoming interviews, got the round table show, the monthly round table show next week. And then we've got some great guests all booked up for October, which I cannot believe that it will be October soon. God help us. We will be back soon, folks. See you soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group? And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.